Welcome to the Healthy Celiac Podcast. I'm your host, Belinda from belindawheelan.com, and here you will learn to live your very best life with celiac disease. Now, we are going to be talking all about health-related topics because you, my friend, are more than just a woman with celiac disease. Welcome to the show. All right, welcome back to this week's episode of the Healthy Celiac Podcast. This week, I'm very excited as I have a guest on the show all the way from America, and it's Kelly McPherson, who also has celiac disease, and she's here to share with us about her story with celiac disease and how that's led her to opening her own beautiful store and business to support people with gluten-free needs. And also to share her story about how she found out she was pregnant and had celiac disease. So welcome to the show, Kelly. I'm very excited to hear more from you as I first started working in retail and gift stores are very near and dear to my heart. So you pulled at my heartstrings when you told me about your shop and I got online and I was like, oh my God, this is just like beautiful. (laughs) So welcome. Thank you so much, Belinda. I'm so excited to be here. I'm so excited to talk. Fantastic. So, so yeah, tell us first off about your celiac disease diagnosis and how that came about. Absolutely. So I, um, I was about six, between 16 and 18, I can't remember exactly now, uh, weeks pregnant yeah. with my youngest child. And you know, not to share too many details, but I had a lot of GI issues, mm-hmm. um, you know, and I was pregnant. I just assumed that it had something to do with the pregnancy and, you know, tried to alter my diet, talk to my doctor, you know, make sure I was drinking lots of water, that kind of stuff for like a week. And I was like, I'll just make sure I'm eating like super healthy and whatever. And it didn't change anything. Yeah. Um, and so got back in touch with my OB and she said, you know, there's probably something else going on. I think you probably need to eliminate gluten and dairy from your diet. Wow. Do it for two weeks. See how you feel. Let's see if it kind of like solves the GI issues. Yeah. And then, um, you know, try and add it back in, see what happens. So I was less than happy about it. I, uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> as most people are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I, I love food. I am a total foodie. I've been my entire life. Yeah. Um, so when, you know, you're 16, 18 weeks pregnant and it's summer and somebody all of a sudden is like, you can't have an ice cream phone. Um, that, that, that was hard. That so, is, that's harsh. Uh, but yeah, you know, <laughs> Yeah, it's crazy, but, um, so I did the two weeks, took everything out of my diet and tried to add it back in, was very unsuccessful, um, continued to have the GI issues. So that's kind of when it started. And, um, because I was pregnant, we never did an endoscopy, um, and we never pulled blood work before I took the gluten out of my diet. So the whole journey has kind of been a um, kind of like backtracking into my celiac diagnosis. Okay. Um, so, you know, fast forward, I, they hoped it was just a pregnancy thing. I delivered, I waited like eight weeks, tried to add it back in, 
did not work well. Well. So, you know, at that point knew that it was probably a lifelong thing, eventually saw a GI doctor who I am very thankful did not feel that it was necessary to put me, to make me gluten again, um, just to get that diagnosis. Rather, he, everything that we talked about, he's like, it sounds classic celiac, um, and he did a blood test, and to make sure I had the uh, the gene for celiac. Yeah. Like if you have that, there's no reason for us to put you on gluten to see what's going on. And yeah. So I had the gene, and so we kind of backtracked into the diagnosis. Okay. But, um, yeah. Yeah. It, it's interesting how different doctors are with the diagnosis. Some are like, nope, got to have, got to have that test, and yeah, but. I mean, that, that's incredible that your initial doctor, did you say it was your obgon that recommended it? That's, that is amazing that that got picked up and you weren't brushed off. Oh, it's just a pregnancy thing. It's just a hormone thing. You know, you could have been really crook your whole pregnancy and that could have been a very different story. So you are really lucky. I got very lucky. Yeah. Very lucky. Um, I, I really love my OB. She's yeah. Um, I think, yeah, obviously very smart, yep. very on top of things. Um, yeah. And so I'm very grateful that that was her response of like, okay, let's try this instead of, you know, whatever, you know, yeah, I could, yeah. I could have gone another 22 weeks of eating gluten and who knows what could have happened. Yeah. So, um, oh yeah. It could have been a completely different story. So lucky. So yeah. that, that was it. It was like a really short period of time before you were like, no, I'm going to do something about this. Yeah, you know, it's, I, I, through the business, I, you know, and through life, I've talked to so many people with, um, with celiac and it's so interesting as I'm sure you, you know, here as well, so many people getting that celiac diagnosis takes so long. Yeah, it really Um, does. Yep. You you go through these ups and downs and, you know, trying to figure it out, maybe potential you know, different physicians and everything. So the fact that for me, it all was so condensed yeah. is um, just really surprising. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And it sounds like yeah. the stars just aligned and you were meant to find Totally. <laughs> totally. Totally. Stars wow. totally aligned. My doctor kind of, you know, I, it's like she knew. And it's yeah. very interesting now as I look back on health issues that I've had, um, in the past and it's like oh i wonder if uh, there's been something underlying for a okay. long time and then right. you know, my preg- pregnancy is just kind of what exasperated yeah just, just kind of turn that switch on probably and trigger yeah wow interesting very yeah. interesting does anyone else in your family have celiac disease that you know of um so that's a really interesting question um there is nobody in my my immediate or extended family that has um, a diagnosis of celiac. However, uh, I, both extended sides of my family, aunts and uncles, there a lot of them have a lot of GI issues, mm. and a, a lot of my aunts actually don't eat gluten because it doesn't. They don't feel good with it, but okay. nobody's ever been tested. Right. So, so it's, it's, prob- it's probably in the family and they've just done it like a self-diagnosis thing, which I, I'm convinced so many people do. They just go, I feel better without gluten, not going to eat it, and don't even think to go get a celiac test. So, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah wow. exactly. Yeah, yeah. All right. So do you do you have two children now? Is that correct? I do. I do. I have two little boys. Yep. Um, they're six and four. Six and four. Okay. And they show no signs of anything? No. no. So not Beautiful. <laughs> on wood, not yet. Yep. Um, we've had, you know, they each have had a couple little GI issues here and there. So we've had them tested. Okay. Each um, have been tested once. They're, it's all negative. Um, yep. And actually this year we're going to do a genetic testing to just even see if they carry the gene. Yeah. That's a good um, idea. To see if, if it's ever even something that we need to consider yeah. with them. Yeah, sounds so. like a good plan. It'll be interesting to see how that goes. Yeah, yeah, definitely, yes. Yeah. So I believe you started your business during the start of the pandemic. Is that right? Yes, yes, it was one of the Crazy amazing. <laughs> yeah, it was like total. as I told my husband, I said, this is either a really good idea or yeah. really terrible idea and I don't know which. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us about that. Tell us how it started, your journey, what you sell, how you help people. Absolutely, absolutely. So um, kind of the backstory to it is my mom owns a gift store um, which started as a gift basket company. Um, she's done that for over 20 years. Wow. So I've watched her, you know, I've spent time in her store, all that stuff. So I've always wanted to do this. I've always kind of okay. had that entrepreneur, yep. entrepreneurial yeah. <laughs> um, fire. And I've always wanted to do something. So okay. um, when my kids were born, I was I decided to leave my career in healthcare and stay home um, with my kids. And after you know, probably trying to think time wise after at least three or four years, I kind of, I was about four years in and I, I was kind of ready to start doing something even part time, just, you know, kind of get my feet wet again, start yeah. doing something business wise. And I went to a buying trip with my mom, um, for her store and I, came back and I couldn't stop talking about it. I had like taken business cards and of vendors that we had met just like, Oh, if I ever did this someday, like this is great. I want this. And, um, so I did all that. I couldn't stop talking about it. And we were driving somewhere and my husband eventually looked at me and he's like, okay, just start doing something. And I was like, okay, like really, that's great. And he's like, yeah, what, you know, just, think about it. You could always do it from the home, like from our home, you know, your home with the kids, it, it would be fine. And so I was like, all right, great. Got so excited about it. Started to like, think about it. How, you know, how do you do all this stuff? Um, and two weeks later, um, lockdown happened. Oh. So, <laughs> yeah. oh. so, you know, that's, that's wow. life. And, yep. um, as we, all have experienced now, you know, COVID threw a wrench in so many plans. So we were home and I had two, my kids were even younger at the time and they both napped. And so at the time I was like, all right, I've got like two and a half hours in the afternoon and I think I'm going to just keep going. Okay. Especially because at that time we were very convinced that there's no way any of this could last more than three or four weeks. Mm. Like everything, everyone's going to be back to school. Yeah, everything's going to be back to normal. <laughs> Not 
three years later. <laughs> yeah. Like, there's no way. You know, everyone's been home for two weeks. We're good. We're moving yeah. on. Yeah. <laughs> Little did we know. But, uh, so, I kind of, I started there and in August of 2020, um, officially launched the business and wow. was doing the gift baskets and I did them from our home for about a year and I, you know, sold them online. We shipped, um, shipped them all over the world mm-hmm. and, and with, that was predominantly gluten-free products, wasn't it? It was. Yeah. So it was all gluten-free. So when, um, when we kind of started talking about it and doing this, I really wanted it all to be gluten-free for two reasons. One, authentically, I really didn't feel comfortable selling something I couldn't eat. Yeah. Um, it just didn't feel yeah. right. Yeah. Um, like, how can I vouch for something? How can I tell somebody that it's good if I'm not able to eat it? Yeah. Um, yeah. And then the other piece of it is, it doesn't exist that like a true, like fully gluten-free option when it comes to sending a gift basket or a gift box or something like that, I couldn't find anything. And, you know, I had celiac, I had a couple of good, I have a couple of good friends who have celiac. Um, and so whether you're getting things for yourself or you're hosting somebody or you're sending something to somebody, you know, there's, there wasn't anything out there. Um, you know, I tell people the story of my, I was home visiting my parents right around my birthday. My parents wanted to like, you know, do a birthday cake or whatever for my birthday. I said, okay, great. And, you know, they went to the store, bought a cake, bring it out after dinner. I set it down, put the candles, the whole thing. Um, my husband and I look at each other and we're like, oh my God, who's, gonna tell them like and everyone knew that this you know I had the food issues at the time and yeah I couldn't eat the cake they like completely forgot oh um, <laughs> like my mother you know we told her and she felt terrible and oh, I felt I can imagine she felt terrible she was like oh my gosh I forgot like so oh. it um to me that that moment was kind of also one of those where I was like wow like how many times do you get something or you open something and you're like, Oh, thank you so much. I appreciate it. And you're like, yeah. I didn't eat any of them. But I'm not gonna see anything. Yeah. Anyway, that was um that was a big motivator for yeah. doing it all gluten free. Yeah. I, you know, I want people, whether they're celiac or they don't eat gluten for whatever other reason, um, I want them to have a place where they feel comfortable and safe getting something that yeah. isn't going to make them sick yeah fantastic yeah. and really when we think about it like you know so many businesses that I know of because I'm in a lot of women's business groups so many businesses have closed down in the previous three years and the online space is probably the most amazing thing for business because people just really embraced online shopping and getting things delivered to their door because they couldn't go to the shop. So really, if anything, it probably worked in your favor, didn't it? <laughs> really, honestly, I think it did. It yeah. was really interesting that first, you know, six months that we were in business, COVID was, I mean, it locked, restrictions were places there, you know, 
people were quarantining. There was so much going on at that time that, yeah, online was really the way that people were, you know, interacting, how they were shopping, how they were buying things, sending things to people. So I actually think, um, you know, at launching an online business at that time, going into the holidays and stuff, I think was really helpful for people. Yeah, absolutely. And how, how did you get it out there? Like, how did you, like you said, you started having, you know, international deliveries. How did that work for you? How did you kind of yeah. find customers and get your name out there? Because that's incredible. It, it was really incredible. Um, we, we really, we embraced social media, um, launched our everything, you know, online, made it easy, clean, simple for people. Um, but yeah, we really u- utilized social media quite a bit. Yeah. Um, and then about five months into the business, five months, four, six months, five or six months into the business, um, we got a huge break. We um, were featured in an article from the Food Network, um, and they picked one of our gift baskets as um, a great gift for um, an upcoming. Coming Father's Day. Wow, that was huge. It's huge, um, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it it was, it was you know on Food Network. It was on you know you if you have like Apple News on your phone. I'm scrolling through one night and I see the article wow. and I'm like, oh my gosh, it's, it's there. So that got us a lot of publicity. Um, so that was that was a huge turning point. Yeah, that's great. And then you yeah. decided to open a storefront. When, how, kind of, how did that progress? Like, what point did you go, right, we need to do more? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So when, after the Food Network article came out, and I felt like we had, we got this reaction from people of like, wow, this is something that's missing. This is something that we don't have and we wish we did. I really felt as though that was kind of a sign of you're onto something yeah. that, that is near and dear to my heart, but is really important to other people and is a missing piece out there. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, after the article, I approached my husband and said, you know, this is something I really want to do. And, at the time, our kids were four and two, and COVID was out there. Yeah. So he was like, you're kind of crazy, but, you know, let's, you know, see it through. Let's, let's see what happens. So yeah. that in um, October of 2021, we opened our storefront. Oh, okay. 2021. Wow. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah, so it was just a little bit over a year after we launched the business, and, um, you know, we that summer spent some time at some local like farmers markets, helping to like let people know that we're here and we're, this is where we're going to be and this is where we're opening in the fall. And so yeah, we opened October of 2021, and we just we were embraced by our community. Well, we've been you, embraced oh, that's by amazing. the community, yeah. and they have supported us they have embraced us they have helped to promote us so um, you know the spread of the word of mouth it, 
you can't buy that kind of media. No, you, <laughs> and you it, definitely can't. You, know, you can't, and it's the best. You know, if people believe in something that they're seeing and they like what they're seeing, they're going to tell other people. Yeah. So yeah. it's it's been really exciting. It's been really great. Um, and potentially crazy that we did it at that time. <laughs> um, you know, the Omicron variant hit about three months later and we were holidays and, you know, <laughs> but it, we masked and we were fine. And yep. it's been, it's been really great. Yeah. It's been a, um, it's been a blessing, I mm-hmm. think for That's sure. Beautiful. Yeah. I love it. It's fantastic. And I can imagine you wouldn't just have people that need to buy gluten-free supporting you be for walks of life. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So it's just, um, it's been really interesting. We, you know, expanded the amount of gluten-free foods that we have. Um, so now we offer more in the store. Um, and it's, I find it so fascinating. We, my husband and I went back and forth before I opened about, you know, maybe we should just have a section of food that isn't gluten-free. So other people, you know, that's not the way that they choose to eat or have to eat they have something as well and it didn't sit right with me. Mm-hmm. And so we, I, I went in, I did it all gluten-free. It still is all gluten-free and it Fantastic. definitely will stay that way. Yeah. Um, it, it's, I have the, so we have the gluten-free, we also have gifts. So it's, it's really this beautiful combination where people can really come in and find something yeah. for everyone. Yeah. Um, but I, I will say that the gluten-free food is something that people really have embraced. Yeah. Um, so I, ha- I had somebody come into the store probably two or three weeks ago who she was like, wow, this is all gluten-free. I said, yes, everything. And she just looked at me and she's like, I've never had a place where I feel like I belong before. Oh, I, I would like, burst into tears. I was like, that was me. I almost started crying. Yeah. I was like, well, I'm really happy you're here. Yeah. So it, it's just been really, um, it's been really heartwarming to see yeah. how much people feel that it's important. Yeah, it's so true, isn't it? We've got a couple of um, restaurants here in South Australia that are certified by Celiac Australia, completely gluten-free. So all their all their beers are gluten-free, all the food, every, absolutely everything is gluten-free. And to be able to go there, and order anything and not have to think, not have to stress, not have to ask all the questions is amazing. So I can only imagine what it would be like to go into your store and just be like, I can have anything. Like I can actually eat anything in here. That is like, yeah, it, it, it's, it's yeah, life changing it's really for us, isn't it? It's such a change. It's yeah. such a change. It's such a treat. And like you said, like to be able to go to a place that's all gluten free, it's um, like a restaurant. You don't have to ask all the questions. You don't yep. have to be fearful of what's in front of you that, you know, you're like, oh, I don't know. Do we yeah. think, you think it's safe? Yeah. Um, so I, yeah, I agree. It's yeah. just, it's nice to have a place where you feel like you don't have to read every label that's in front of you. Yeah. So yeah. Nice. And to be honest, not only just for us with celiac disease, but think of like our friends, our loved ones, you know, how many times do you have a birthday or a celebration and people say, Oh, what would you like me to get you? And it's so awkward because I, I don't like telling people what, what I to buy either. me, but 
you know, buying, buying a box of chocolates or buying some nice treats is lovely, but so many people don't like doing that for me because they're not confident reading labels and making sure something is safe for me. So if you could go here, here's a link to this amazing store and I would be more than happy with anything you'd like to gift me from there. That would be incredible. That people can yeah. just shop online, get anything and know that it's safe. That is just, that's amazing. I love that. Thank you. Yeah. Um, it's, it's really great. We do have a lot of people that are very excited. They're like, oh, I have somebody who's coming in town this week and who's gluten-free. And I just okay. figured I'd stop it and, you know, grab some things. Yeah. For them. Yes. Perfect. Right. But that'll, that will go so far. That will mean so much to them that you thought of them oh, yes. and did something for them. Yeah. Um, that's so that. yeah, it's really nice to be able to be a place for people. Yeah, that inclusion. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's important. It is. It is so important. So one of the things that we wanted to talk about today for our listeners as well was finding passion and purpose after a celiac diagnosis because, you know, I talk to so many people and so many people say, you know, they feel that their life is over and, you know, things are, are really bad after finding out that they've got celiac disease. And then you've got other people like you and I who take our diagnosis and we just make it a positive thing and we help other people right. and, and we, I feel like, you know, I'm doing a lot for our community as you are. So how, how do you think that, you know, we can encourage others to find passion and purpose in their celiac diagnosis? I think that's a really good question, Belinda. I, I can't sit here and tell you that I wasn't angry and that I wasn't upset mm -hmm. and that I wasn't a crabby person to be around yeah. for the first three or four <laughs> weeks that I was told I couldn't have any gluten or dairy. Um, I would, yeah, I wasn't, I was not necessarily very happy for that grieving couple. process, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> that's, that's the exact word of what it is. Yeah. I think sometimes people think it's silly when you say you had to grieve it, but you really do. You mm. kind of have to yeah. understand, okay, the way that I lived my life before is different and it's changed. Yeah. But I think like you said, I, I did. I took those three or four weeks and I, I really grieved the foods that I love, being able to just order whatever, not think about it. Yeah. Um, but once I started to feel better physically and even be clearer mentally, mm -hmm. um, I knew how important it was. Yeah. And once I was able to physically and mentally feel that shift in my own body, I knew that I just needed to pour myself into finding things that I really enjoyed pre-celiac. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean I can't enjoy them now. Yeah. I just have, I have to do my research. Uh, so I did. I spent a lot of time, you know, between, you know, Google, <laughs> talking <laughs> to friends who have celiac, uh, Excuse me. And honestly, Instagram was hugely helpful for me finding people 
couple that were local, other people on Instagram that um, had celiac or gluten-free. And being able to learn about how do you go out um, and eat safely? How yeah. how do you find someplace that is um, going to have something for you? So as I said before, I'm, I'm a huge foodie. So to me, one of the big things was how do I figure out how to continue enjoying food and going out to eat or doing takeout, that kind yeah. of thing, um, and being able to do it safely. Yeah. So I think for me it was I feel better. I know what's better physically for me. So let me pour myself into some research, research excuse me, um, and then – Figure out the things that make me happy and how to, whatever it is that makes you happy, even if your diet has changed, you can do all the things that you did before. Yeah. You just have, you just have to put more thought into them. Yeah. Um, and I think that sometimes celiac food allergies can be a really lonely, um, lonely journey. And sometimes it's hard to find community. Um, but I do think one of the benefits of living in the social media age is that there's an ability to find people through social media. Mm -hmm. Um, and at least for me, it really helped me not feel like it was just me. Yeah. I really felt like, okay, I can watch other people do this. I can learn yeah. how they make chocolate chip cookies, um, gluten free. Like how, how do I figure some of these things out? Um, and then it was really, once I figured some of those things out for myself, I wanted to share them with other people. Yeah. And once I figured out, like, oh, this is a really great, you know, type of granola that, shockingly, all granola is not gluten-free. <laughs> um, what always still baffles me. <laughs> but, uh, you know, you find something like that and you're like, wow, this is amazing. I love it. Um, yeah. I want to share it with other people. And it, to me, that is what kind of helped to spiral the business starting. Yeah. Um, and I love the business. I love the store. I love interacting with other people. But I love talking to people who are going through the journey. Yeah. Um, I love being able to be a resource for people. Um, I love letting them know that, that they're not alone. Yeah. They're there, you know, other people are on this journey with them. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't know if that necessarily answered. Yeah, it does. It definitely does. Absolutely. Yeah. That's yeah. a long-winded answer. No, it's beautiful. Uh, but yeah, I, I think the biggest thing was doing my research and feeling better. Yeah. Um, and then knowing that I can do anything yeah. that I wanted to do before. I just have to approach it differently. Yep. Beautiful. Makes so much sense. Lovely. Oh, well, I totally stalked your website and am in love with everything on there. Like I said, working in a gift store when I was younger, just, yeah, it's one of my slight obsessions is homewares and decorating. That would have been my path. I would have gone down if I hadn't gone down health coaching. So you yeah. definitely pulled at my heartstrings when you reached out to me. <laughs> <laughs> my husband was teasing me when I told him that I was having you on. He was like, oh, I know why. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> but yeah, your, your store is beautiful. So I'd love it if you could share with our listeners where they can find you both on social media and your website. And I believe you have an offer that you would like to yes. give to people as well if they'd like to place an order Absolutely. with you. Absolutely. So you can find us on social media. It is William James Gifts. Um, so James with an S, Gifts with an S. Um, that is our Instagram handle. That is our Facebook handle. You can find us both there. And our website is essentially the same. It is www.williamjamesgifts.com. Um, and yes, Belinda, like you said, I would love to offer your listeners 15% off their first order with us. And um, they can just type in code HEALTHY and that at their checkout and that will apply the 15 percent um and we ship throughout the world so wherever your listeners are listening to us um we can we can ship wherever whether it's to them or to somebody else um we're happy to do that perfect oh my god that's amazing so easy yeah so easy easy. (laughs) and i'll pop a link to all of that below in the show notes as well and i'll also share that on my social media But otherwise, thank you so, so much for joining us today. It's been lovely talking with you and hearing more about your journey and your beautiful store. And yeah, everyone go check it out because yeah, it's just easy to shop for gluten-free and a beautiful business and obviously a beautiful person to support as well. So thank you so much, Kelly. Thank you, Belinda. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. You're welcome. All right. Take care. Bye. If you enjoyed this episode, head to BelindaWhelan.com to get yourself a free copy of my exclusive ebook, 11 Mistakes People Make Going Gluten-Free Living with Celiac Disease.